Episode 173 of the Biz Talk with Bill Roy podcast. The Wichita Business Journal created this podcast because we want to provide you with some insight into the people, places, companies, organizations, and issues that are important to Wichita's business community. We talk a lot about businesses being creative and innovative in challenging times. Well, we're a small business too, so we have to be creative and innovative ourselves. One way we've done that is to create virtual awards programs. This week, we speak with WBJ Marketing and Events Managers, Stacy Gwynn and Jacqueline Wooten. I'll talk to them about how we plan and how we produce those programs. First, the big story in the weekly edition of the Wichita Business Journal. The 2020 Wichita Open Golf Tournament is going to look a lot different from previous years. Associate Editor Kirk Seminoff spent some time with Tournament Director Roy Turner to find out how he runs a tournament during a pandemic. No spectators and testing players and others for COVID-19. That story begins on page 12. This week, we spend 10 minutes with Michael Warshevsky, Clinic in a Can, page 31. This week's list, the Wichita area's largest home builders, that's on page six. Part of our mission is to help you grow your business. Each week, we provide business intelligence on new real estate deals, bankruptcies, building permits, new corporations, those who owe back taxes, court judgments. Our lead section this week begins on page 35. Equity Bank has been our sponsor from the start, episode one. Equity Bank means business. That's why they've created business solutions to help you solve your business challenges. Visit them today at equitybank.com. Nearly every day, the Wichita Business Journal reports on companies that are making their way through these difficult and unprecedented times. Businesses are having to adjust, sometimes making personnel changes, sometimes coming up with new ways to serve their customers. That's what we've had to do at the Wichita Business Journal. We're still putting out stories at the wichitabusinessjournal.com, of course. We're still publishing our weekly edition every Friday, but we've had to find a new way to present our events. So now we've gone to virtual events. We produce a recorded event and then make it available online to award winners and registered guests. Well, that takes a lot of planning, and I'm talking today to the two people in charge of that process. Once again, marketing and events directors, Stacy Gwynn and Jacqueline Wooten. All right, guys, so let's go back a little bit. When was our last live event, Stacy? Was that in February? I believe it was February or early March. We did mm -hmm. our last live in-person event. And so when the pandemic hit, that's obviously when we started postponing events. Talk about what you all had to do in order to adjust to the new reality. Sure, I was thinking about this today. I remember when we first sat down and thought, my gosh, you know, how are we going to adjust? How are we going to do this? Uh, Jacqueline and I pride ourselves on being, you know, very good event planners, but this was a whole new world for us. And right. we still, you know, needed to deliver the heart and purpose of our events. We still want to connect people. Uh, we still want to educate our readers on, um, you know, topics and issues that are affecting the Wichita business community. And we still want to honor companies and individuals who are excelling in their industries and pushing Wichita forward. So how do we do that virtually? Jacqueline, what was it like during the downtime when our whole company is talking about this? And what were some of the options or some of the different things that were being discussed at that time? 
Right. At first, it was a sea of postponements, um, a lot of uh, moving things back later in the year. Um, just like everyone else, at first, we didn't quite know what we were planning for. We're obviously making different sets of plans, plan A, B, C, D, and so on, with whatever the situation was going to be in the future. And since none of us had a crystal ball, we took a while um, to really decide, you know, what, what our events were going to look like. We couldn't decide early on, like in March, we had no idea when or if we would see an in-person event um, this year. So once we made the decision to move to virtual events is when things began to kind of take shape and we began to look at events in a different way. And there was a period of time where it was a lot of guessing, um, just like anyone else wondering where we would be. But we finally have, you know, now at this point in the year, we've held several events and seen the success that you can find on a virtual event. Did you breathe a big sigh of relief when we did a virtual 40 under 40? That one was really nerve wracking. That is a huge, it's one of our biggest events of the year in person. And so how do you take something that is that scale and, and turn it um, really inside out to something that people see in their homes. But I'm still, and Stacy, you know, she's heard the same feedback. We heard great feedback from that event um, from the honorees themselves because it's a prestigious award um, in our local community here and you want them to feel special. And I was mostly pleased with the feedback from the honorees um, that they felt that they, you know, got the recognition and praise that they deserved and they were happy, which is at the end of the day, you know, our big goal for an event like that. You have some, obviously on both sides of the spectrum, but we even had people that preferred the virtual event over the live event. So um, we must be do, doing something right. I would say so. Uh, what did people see for that 40 under 40, for example? They, obviously I, I get to emcee the thing uh, still, but uh, when we talked about individual honorees, it was a little different this year, right? Uh, we asked our honorees to kind of take about a minute's worth of video at home. Um, and this is quite different from our in-person events in that we're kind of switching that narrative. They kind of get to hold their own. While you did get to MC, they got to introduce themselves, which meant we got to see different parts of them. We got to see them from home. We got to see their kids. We got to see their, you know, their environments, um, where they were working from. And I think in this time, I think everyone's just really appreciating this, you know, everyone's opening up their homes to us. So that was probably the neatest thing um, is seeing what they submitted and what they had to say about themselves. I felt like we really got to see their personality, which was fun. And I think in this situation, they understand people who are faithful Wichita Business Journal readers and event goers, they understand the situation. And I think they appreciate, don't they, the efforts that, that you guys go through to try to put on events that keep with the uh, spirit of those individual awards and, and honoring people and recognizing people for, for jobs well done. Definitely. I think the honorees have been fantastic. We get emails after every event, how thankful and grateful they are that we've pushed through and been able to do something virtually. And um, I just, I think the virtual events have been accepted very well. Not something we want to do forever, but right. it's working for the time being. Can't wait to get back in the Hyatt to uh, start shaking hands again. Uh, eventually. Yes. 
who knows when that'll be, but uh, we're look, looking forward to that time. These events take a lot of planning. The, they take a lot of planning if you're having a live event. What's it like trying to plan and schedule for the production of a virtual event? I would say it's, it's sort of in the same ballpark, but playing for a different team kind of. Um, we are, you know, there's logistics, there's attendance, it's information that we need to get out, there's information we need to collect. The biggest, I think the biggest difference is that we're doing a little bit more work um, in advance and ahead of time, whereas for events, you're kind of on the spot that day. Um, it's, it's a little different that way, but we're also more of a production team now. Um, when you just need a script and, you know, an awesome MC like Bill Roy, you, <laughs> don't have to, you don't have to do much in that terms. And now we're looking at production value and design and video editing. And I think that's something that now that we've incorporated in, into our events that we will likely see more video even when we get back to the Hyatt. I think that's something that our audience has really enjoyed, and I think we'll continue to see more of that. I think that's uh, something that's important. Just like other businesses, we've had to exercise muscles that maybe we didn't use in the past and didn't know we had. Uh, and, and so uh, things like video production and graphics and things like that, uh, they've come together and really made good events. Um, how about the advertising uh, reaction. Uh, I know that obviously this is a source of revenue for us, these events. And so uh, we sell advertisers on sponsors, things like that. How has their reaction been? So I would tell you our sponsors have been fantastic through all of this. Um, they've really been understanding that, you know, this is what we need to do given the situation. And they've really pivoted and, um, been willing to work with us. It's offered up some additional marketing opportunities for them as well that we don't have with a live event. So they've been able to have um, videos or commercials or things that play during the virtual event. Uh, we've been able to give them additional logo placement and branding and um, really brand the event with their name and logo in it as well. So uh, they've been fantastic and I feel like um, we've been able to deliver extra value for them as well. Jacqueline, you talked about uh, probably sticking with video in some form as we go forward, even after the pandemic. Are there other ways you think our events will change as we sort of merge uh, the two, uh, more production and, and live events? Yeah, I think there is, you know, in this ideal world, um, the best thing about our virtual events is sort of that they live on. So you, there's nothing like a live in-person event. And, you know, obviously we'll be the first to say that because we do miss it dearly. But there is this advantage to the event living on. It's an advantage for our sponsors. It's an advantage for us, you know, um, putting our content out there is that it can be consumed at a later date. So I wonder, it's hard to picture it right now, but I wonder if there will be more aspects of that that we maybe didn't take advantage of um, before the pandemic, but you know, maybe the recording aspect. I know we're gonna you know, put more production value and include videos possibly into our live events, but I wonder if there will be ways for us to, besides you know, obviously covering it in our publication, but maybe there's more video aspects that live on after the event. And I wonder with some of our 
more educational type events, panel discussions and things like that if we won't have an option for you to attend in person, but then we also live stream or post the recording after um, some ways for more people to attend um, virtually as well. I've attended um, a, another live conference early, early on in the pandemic, and I was very skeptical at what I could really get out of it. And the thing that I found um, the most beneficial is that I didn't have to travel to that location. I didn't have to make the time I could, you know, I could go at my own pace and yet I still feel connected to the event. So I think when we have individuals who can't attend, you know, whatever, you know, the date doesn't work, the time doesn't work, they don't have to miss out. I think there's, there's an opportunity for us to reach more people with the addition of this, this streaming or this recording aspect of events. I've been talking about award events, for example, but we also did a virtual summit as well, and that seems to have uh, gone pretty well. Uh, did you get good reaction from that? We did. You know, we really had to rethink our whole summit plan and process. Normally, we do those over the course of one day from 8 in the morning till 3 in the afternoon. Um, obviously, that just doesn't work for a virtual event. People just can't sit and look at their computer for that long. Um, so we broke it apart posted it over three days uh, for about an hour to an hour and a half each day. Uh, we received great feedback. It, um, actually, one of the sponsors has wanted to consider doing it virtually in the future as well. Um, it also offers up some opportunities to maybe get speakers or panelists or things that we wouldn't normally be able to get here locally that can call in and be a part of the discussion when we're doing those things virtually. And we have another summit coming up that people should watch for, right? Yes, our um, ICT summit is coming up October 20th through the 22nd. Um, you'll start to see um, our ticket sales are going to open in the next week. And you're going to see, you know, those, you know, our panels that we have laid out and some topics that we're going to cover. Um, another thing about doing, you know, these virtually is, you know, how quickly, I'm sure you struggle with this, is how quickly the news changes. Right. And we have to keep our events as topical um, and as, you know, so, so we're, we're looking for ways to do that so that this ICT summit is going to be informational and, you know, current, um, something that, you know, our attendees aren't going to want to miss. What's coming up next? I know we uh, just did our manufacturing awards. Now we have uh, diversity and inclusion coming up, right? Yes, diversity and inclusion is next week. Um, and the following week, we actually have Healthcare Heroes online as well. So we've got a lot of events coming up. Again, I think it's, it's that byproduct too of us. We had to postpone a lot of events into this part of the year. So we're just, we're just so thankful that, you know, our, um, everyone who, all of our honorees and those that support us have just come along for this crazy, you know, slot of yes. events and they've just really, they've, they've been there through it. And, you know, so we're, we're in the thick of it, but honestly, it kind of starts to feel like we know what we're doing now. So when people want to get more information about events, where should they go? It's a special place on our website, right? Right. Um, at the top of uh, the wichitabusinessjournal.com website, there is an events tab. Um, the events tab will show you all of our upcoming events there and, and lay them out for you, as well as how to, you know, purchase access to those events. 
We also, underneath the events tab, um, you'll, a big part of events is our nominations. So if under that events tab, you'll find another tab for nominations. Those are still, you know, a big part. They haven't changed as much as our in-person events, but we're still pushing and we're hoping that with people at home, maybe they're seeing their emails more, they're gonna make more nominations. This is a good time. Um, you know, this is a hard time for a lot of people and it's a good time to recognize people who are doing things for our community. And so if you have, you know, people you wanna nominate, we have so many events, so many different ways um, to honor um, in the business community here. So please check out our nomination site for sure. A lot of work goes into these events and uh, we appreciate you two as you try to plan these things out and keep us uh, going on schedule so we can get these organized. Stacy Gwynn and Jacqueline Wooten, you've done a great job organizing these events. We should also give a pat on the back to photographer and Brit uh, digital editor, Brittany Showalter. She puts these events uh, in their final form. Lots of hard work. Well done. Uh, thank you for all of you. And thanks for being with me on the podcast today. Thanks, Bill. Thank you. We know you're facing challenging times. We invite you to help us tell your story. Please contact us if you want to share your experiences. You can reach me at broy at bizjournals.com. That's it for Biz Talk with Bill Roy this week, episode 173. We hope you're doing well. Check out all our podcast episodes at our Biz Talk with Bill Roy hub. It's at wichitabusinessjournal.com. Thank you for listening and subscribing. Biz Talk with Bill Roy is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. Thanks to producer Brittany Showalter and thanks very much to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Creating the business concept turned out to be the easy part. The challenges that follow is where Equity Bank comes in. Equity Bank was built by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. Let them help your business evolve and solve your challenges. Tomorrow is here. Visit them today at equitybank.com backslash evolve. Be well and be safe. Have a profitable week.